Thank you for tuning in to the Crimson Flow Biblecast podcast. My family and I really and honestly hope that this podcast helps you grow spiritually, get closer to the Lord, and maybe even give you a tad bit of motivation to help spread the word so that maybe your family and friends will find their way closer as well. Before we get started, I'd like to just take a minute to let you hear from our sponsors. Alrighty then, let's get into this. Now, the last couple of days, I've went over the fruit of the Spirit, and now, or well, yesterday, I went over the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Okay, and one of those gifts in the Holy Spirit was, what? Wisdom. So where do we get our wisdom from? Obviously, as a human, we get from the Holy Spirit. Or as a uh, Christ supporter, the Holy Spirit can help guide us in wisdom. Let me say it that way. But at the same time, if we go in the Bible, which is the flesh, the Word of God, we can go to the book of Proverbs and read wisdom. That is what the book of Proverbs Proverbs is about. It's about wisdom in Christ. Even though he wasn't around yet, it is still the wisdom and knowledge of Christ to be, um, I guess you could say paid forward in a, in a weird way. So I'm going to do a series. We're going to do each chapter of Proverbs over, well, not over and over. I don't know why I said that, uh, but we're going to just do like one chapter a day. Until we get to the end of Proverbs, and then by then I'll probably have something else planned, you know. But for this series in the morning devotionals, I think it would be best if we just did a series on the Proverbs. That way we can all gain wisdom together. So let's start in Proverbs chapter 1, and I'll read it through solidly and then go back over it. It's a pretty decent length chapter too. So, the Proverbs of Solomon, in verse 1, The son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtly to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head, and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, Consent thou not. If they say, Come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as those that go down in the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us. Let us all have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path, 
for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Truly in vain the net is spread in thy sight of, thy, of any bird, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. So are the ways of every one that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without, she uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates. In the city she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called, and ye refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. But ye have set at naught all my counsel, and with none of my reproof. I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. And they shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they that hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would none of my counsel, they despise all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way, and be filled with their own devices. For the turning of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely, and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Okay, that was pretty uh, breathy. Uh, I'll say that. Um, I tried to read it as fast as possible so we can save time and be able to kind of go over it a little bit. Uh, some key points. I'm going to be honest with you. My brain kind of shut off during the middle of this. I don't know why, but it seemed like I wasn't picking up on anything. I was reading word for word and not really comprehending it. So um, the biggest, the key point that I figured out in the beginning was the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And when we say fear of the Lord, it's not meaning you're scared to death of him. You fear him in a very respectful manner. You fear him because you know he holds the key to your eternity. You fear him because he is your creator. You respect him because he is your heavenly father. You you respect him because he died for your sins. You respect him because he wants to be your friend and you fear him because simply you want to do right by him not because you're scared to death of what he will do to you all he wants to do is be able to love you and you love him back that's all jesus slash god wants to be loved as much as he loves the bible says for there is no greater love than the man that lays down his life for his brethren so he laid down his life for us so that there's no greater love than that and then another key point that i've seen it says a wise man will hear and will increase learning so i mean if you're going to be wise if you hear something that you didn't know or you may thought you might have been wrong about you will go and do your own research you'll do your own research to see what the truth is and then go on and increase your knowledge and you'll be wiser in the end but we got a lot of people this day and time that like to 
leave themselves in the wrong about everything. Like, uh, I'm not going to get political, I promise. But there are some people out there that you point the facts to them, blatantly shoving it in their face. And I guess at that point, to them, their opinions are facts. Uh, And that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me because opinions cannot be facts. You either have evidence or you don't. If you have enough evidence to um, back up your opinion, then we'll, we should consider turning it into a fact. But like I said, it says, A wise man will hear will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. So if you are understanding, or a, like a genuine person, you should listen to those wise people. The older, the the ones that have experienced a lot of things, the elders, so to speak, they could be partially your wise counsel. Okay, now let's move on to another point that uh, says right here. It says, My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird. Okay, now let's let's take that little uh, part right there and break it down a little bit. Because we see he's saying, don't walk with evil ones. Don't walk with sinners. Don't walk... In a sense, yes. But at the same time, we got to remember Jesus ate with the tax collectors. He ate with the publicans. He ate with the sinners. Jesus would be the person that would show up at a bar won't drink anything well he might have a glass of wine because I could see Jesus having a glass of wine because he he drank wine when he was alive well on the earth and he wouldn't get drunk he he would be there though teaching because that's what he done he was a teacher some consider him a great I mean he is a great prophet but I I think he was just the Lamb of God on a mission. He was telling his story of future. Which, I mean, yeah, technically that is a prophet, but I feel, you know, if I was to call the Son of God a prophet, I would be very demeaning on his name. Like, there was tons of prophets in the Bible. He is the prophet, so to speak. So I don't I don't feel comfortable calling him a prophet. That, but, you know, that's just me. That's my personal opinion. If you want to call him a prophet, I'm not going to I'm not going to go against you on it because we all have our our own belief systems. All right. Moving on. Um, this next part says, turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called and ye refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But ye have set not at all my counsel and would none of my reproof. I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock you with fear when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, your destruction cometh as whirlwind when distress and anguish come upon you. Um... I feel like this is also kind of something that Jesus said. 
he said he would pour out his spirit upon all of us. But there will be a lot of people still rejecting when it's smacking them in the face of obvious obviousness of what it is. And, and of course, with his spirit is going to come the showing of his love for everybody. And people still going to reject it. And that's the sad story. But here, you know, he, he's talking about wisdom, you know. Granted, I will say this. Being a Christian follower, or a Christ follower, our lives are not always going to be perfect. I don't know why some of this church mentality out there wants to preach that when you become a Christian, your life is going to be great. Kind of like one of them Joel Austin preachers or Joyce Meyer or one of those. Need I remind you that all 12 of the disciples, except for John, died a martyr's death, had their heads chopped off, and even John was boiled in hot chicken grease and then thrown out on an island to die. And that's when he wrote the last uh, two books of John, John 1 and John 2. Right before Revelations, I think Jude's right before Revelations, but you know it's within the last three books before Revelation. He wrote those while he was, I guess you could say, recovering. I don't know if I'd call it recovering. But anyway, the point of what I'm saying here is that there was a lot of prophets, or not prophets, uh, disciples and followers of Jesus that got beheaded, got tortured, got thrown into prison. So, Jesus said, if the world hate you, know that they hated me first. Basically saying, if the world's going to hate you, it's because they hated me. It's not because they actually hate you. They hate what you're trying to teach. You're trying to teach the light, that, that love wins all. And sometimes it can be tough love. Sometimes we have to execute tough love. Now, the, the way you execute that may be different depending on your belief systems. And that's perfectly fine. That's why we live in America for most of us. We're able to practice that. And I pray for other countries that ain't exactly free. That they're hiding in caves in order to meet for church. That somebody's basement is the point where they hide and they, they've got a one Bible that they pass around. You know, it's it's... It's it's sad how in America, most of us have have about five Bibles laying around, probably seven or eight in some houses. I think I've got about ten. Some for some reason, I got two brand new ones that um, I'd be willing to give to anybody that wants one that can't get one themselves. I decided to purchase one of them in case somebody come by or somebody got on here and commented and sent me an email or something like that that said that they was needing to get a hold of a Bible. But most Americans, they've got like 15 of them laying around. Most of them have cobwebs on them, dust from the 1800s. I've got one that I read from, and it's special to me because it got me out of some dark times mentally. Um, And some people are like, how can you read some words and it gets you out of a dark time? 
it's not just the reading if it's the praying and ever and everything with it your devotion your obedience your worship to god that's what makes it healing that's what makes it refreshing so to speak and the reason why i say this bible there was one time i got out of church and I was putting my kids in the car and I accidentally left it on the roof of my car. Going down the highway, this thing flew off. But you want to know something? Not a single page of it was ripped. And the coolest thing ever was there was a few pages that was folded over, like almost in half folded over. It wasn't ripped. Not a page is ripped on it. Going down the highway, 55 miles an hour. Did not, did not break. I honestly don't know how I made it to the highway with it but still on there. But point is, none of the pages ripped. But the pages that were folded over, I found the coolest to be of all. The one in particular that I love the most was the one where Jesus is talking about the bread. How this is my body which is broken for you. And I really think that was a sign from God that those particular pages were folded over because he tells us in his in his word that the word of God, the Bible is his flesh. So this Bible flying off my car represented at that time the the body of Christ which was broken for him or for, for me. And picking the Bible up knowing that none of the pages was ripped. They might have been a little wrinkled but none of them was ripped none of it was damaged told me that no matter how broken we are he will heal us back and we will be whole so that's all I've got for you today that's just something to remember Um, I encourage every one of you to go back and read Proverbs 1 yourself Uh, there's plenty of phone apps and websites and stuff you can get the the Bible version off of, or the Bible, or any version of the Bible off of. So um, I just want to thank you all for listening. Uh, God bless you all, and don't forget to share, and until next time.